Hi, I'm John Narrell, and welcome to the Mid-Career GPS Podcast. If you're feeling stuck in your career and overwhelmed by what steps to take, I can help you. As an executive and career transition coach, I help my clients prepare, position, and promote who they are and what they do to show up and find a job they love or love the job they have. It's time to start building your mid-career GPS. So let's get started. Hi, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Before I get into today's topic with you, I just want to take a moment and kindly remind you to get my brand new book, Your Mid-Career GPS, Four Steps to Figuring Out What's Next. It's currently available on Amazon. And once you get it, kindly remember to rate and review and share what it is that you really like about the book. In addition, please come and join my private Facebook group, Your Mid-Career GPS. And I also want to cordially invite you to join my brand new 14-day Build Your Mid-Career GPS Challenge that drops on September 15th. Now, in this challenge, you are going to get daily lessons and activities to specifically help you build the four various components of your mid-career GPS, the preparation, positioning, promoting, and showing up to help you create your next advancement opportunity. The link to, is in the show notes, or you can also go to johnnarrell.com forward slash book to check out the challenge. It is only $49, and you will be amazed at what you can accomplish in just two short weeks to help you be more strategic and intentional about where your job search or your career transition is headed. I look forward to seeing you there. Now, on to today's topic, we're going to talk about comparisons. Now, as human beings, we are kind of defaulted to simply compare ourselves to other people. Someone is always going to be a little taller or a little shorter. Someone's going to be a little heavier or a little lighter. Someone's going to have better hair than you. And someone's going to be toned a little bit better than you. Someone's going to have a better job, make more money, have more friends, drive a nicer car. Do you see where I'm going with all this? Given how much we are bombarded by data right now, simply by just picking up our smartphones, it is so easy for us to go into what I like to refer to as comparison mode. Now, this is something that I have dealt with my entire life. And I've certainly dealt with this in my career. For example, many of you know that I actively compete on the PBA regional tour. And now that I'm over 50, I also bowl every senior event as much as possible regionally as I can. I'm very grateful that I won a title out on tour. I also have four second place finishes. And I think about the five times I got to the championship match and I only won once. Other people have better records than me. Yes. People have won a whole lot more than I have. It would be so easy for me to go down that road. And there are times when I have to pull myself back and stop myself. 
as a business owner in this executive and career coaching space, comparing myself to other people, I would be lying to you if I said I don't do it. There's people on LinkedIn with more followers than me. There are people who make more money in their businesses than me. There are people who book more speaking engagements or have more networking opportunities, or they have more people working for them than I do. By the way, I just, I'm a solopreneur. It's just myself right now, but look forward to hiring some people down the road. All of those things can lead us to compare. I put a post out on social media. And in the beginning, I used to think, oh, I only got two likes. Or, oh my gosh, I finally got to 10 likes. And then I'd see somebody else post something and they got 100 likes and they got 1,000 views on their post. And I'd say to myself, what am I not doing? We are defaulted to compare. And because our brains are programmed to be negative, we have to pull ourselves back and really think what am I comparing it against? I started my career as a middle school mathematics teacher. And data, I love data. I love numbers and all those kind of good things that come along with it. But one of the things about working in education is you are, what I like to say, beholden to the salary guide. It is essentially a chart or a guide that lists your degree, and then your years of experience, or what is often referred to as a step. If you are a government or civil servant, you are very familiar with salary guides. Where I worked, our salary guides were based on a bachelor's degree, a bachelor's degree plus 15 credits, a master's degree, and then 15, 30, 45, and 60 credits over your master's degree. And it was a no-brainer. When you got hired, it was, here's your degree, here's your experience, we're going to give you this step, that's where you're at. You didn't, we didn't necessarily get caught up in a lot of like, well, oh, you know, they're only 32 and they're on step 14. It just didn't happen because 14 equated to years of experience. It was just, it was just the way it is. And then when I started working in the private sector or the nonprofit sector, where you could really leverage what you were negotiating at the point of hire. Let me also just say, though, even as a teacher, a civil servant, you can always, always negotiate where you come in on the guide. And as, like with any position, your point of hire is your best time to negotiate flat out. But when I worked in, in private and nonprofit, you didn't have a salary guide. People negotiated what they wanted. And so I would hear a lot of my coworkers and colleagues talk about how so-and-so got more money or so-and-so got more time off or so-and-so got this and that wasn't fair. And why did I negotiate better? And they don't like me. And, and, and the, the comparison mechanism starts churning really, really quickly. And my question always is, how does that serve you? I work with a lot of people who are in some kind of career transition. 
Typically, the people who reach out to me are unhappy in their job or in their career in some capacity, and they want to change it. But when we get into what their strategy is for applying for jobs, at some point in time, there is a conversation around how long it is taking versus how long they thought it was going to take. And again, it comes back to our thoughts. You've heard me say on this podcast before that because of my coach training and also what I've experienced in my life is that our thoughts create certain feelings, our feelings create actions, our actions create results. So when your job search isn't going as well as you hoped, what is it that's not working? Your journey is yours. It is nobody else's. You may have people who love and care for you and are supporting you and are along for the ride, but they're there because they love you. That's not their journey. They're just hanging out along with you while you go on that path. You're the one who's doing the work. And if you're not getting the results that you want, that's your journey. If somebody started their job search process and they got a job within seven days, good for them. That may not be your experience. If somebody is applying for a position that is aggressively hiring, or they're applying in a certain field and they're aggressively hiring, your market may not have that same level of aggressiveness where it might take you a little more time to find that job. Younger professionals who are coming right out of college, who graduated back in May, are at a rather large disadvantage in the marketplace because of the pandemic, they didn't have things like career fairs and internships that were as readily available to them. And so what happens is, is that they're not coming out with the same level of experience and their resumes look a little different and their LinkedIn looks a little different. And it is a harder lift for them to find that next job, albeit not impossible but it's so easy to compare when things aren't going your way. When you're not getting the results you want, it becomes easy to come from a place of deficit rather than abundance. And when those feelings of despair creep in, it can cause you to give up, put the brakes on your job search, have you thinking you're not good enough or you're not valuable enough or even questioning how many times you have to get rejected before you finally get the offer? The great thing about making a career transition is you just need one offer. It doesn't matter how many times you apply. You don't get bonus points because you applied for one job and you got it versus you applied for 100 jobs and got one offer. The system doesn't reward you in that way. The only thing you might have saved was some time, effort, and energy. 
your journey is yours. And if you're feeling like this journey is too frustrating or you're just not good enough for the marketplace, I've got a few suggestions for you. When the comparison gets to be too much and you find yourself in a state of despair, the first thing I want you to do is just acknowledge it. Call it out, right? It's okay to say, I'm a little disappointed today. I was really hoping I was going to get that job and it went to an internal candidate. Gosh, when am I going to hear from someone? Just acknowledge it and sit with that for a minute. It's okay to be a little disappointed. And it's okay to be a lot disappointed. So once you've sat with that, I want you to get very grateful. See if you can see if you can come from a place of gratitude where you can give thanks for everything you're experiencing right now and what you're learning. Some of my clients who take a little bit longer to find that new job or to get that internal promotion, they're some of the most resilient people I know. They're tenacious. They never give up. They will persevere through everything they've, they've got going on. And they will check in with me and they will say, all right, I got these applications out. I made these, this many networking connections. I've got this interview lined up every single week. What do you get to learn in all of this? Imagine going into an interview and coming from a place of gratitude that you get to interview with somebody who's interested to see if you're the right fit for their company. And that no matter what happens during that interview, you're going to make a connection with someone and have a great time doing it. Being unattached to the outcome will take the pressure off. Reset the barometer about what your expectations are. The third thing I want you to do is get crystal clear about why this job search or career transition is important for you. Maybe it's because you want to be a little happier or more fulfilled in your job. You want to define a greater purpose, make a bigger impact. Maybe you're looking to provide for your family, your loved ones a little bit differently. Maybe you're excited about where this opportunity can take you. When we're crystal clear about why something is important to us, our feelings around that really allow us to be empowered. And the actions we take are driven by those feelings about why this is so important to us. I am not going to stay in this company 
that is not going to promote me anymore. I am ready to manage a team of amazing professionals. And if my company is not going to give me that opportunity, there is somebody out there who will. I am ready to lead an organization on the operational side of things better than they've ever done before. My creative vision and talent is exactly what this company needs to take their art direction, their graphics direction differently than they've ever done. Be crystal clear about why this is important to you. And my fourth tip for you is just recognize that it's your journey. You are exactly where you are supposed to be. The struggle, the success, the frustrations, the celebrations are all part of this journey. It is yours and yours to own. And whatever you get to learn through all of this is not only going to help you, it's going to help your loved ones, your coworkers, your colleagues, the people who you are going to meet down the road and say, oh my gosh, thank you for that. Lean into your journey and stop comparing yourself to everybody else's. It will be one of the best gifts you ever give yourself. And I know that may sound a little easy. It's not. It's not. I work on this with my coach. I work on this every single day to just lean into my journey. And when I do, it's a pretty awesome day. I'll tell you this story real quickly as I wrap up here. So in leading up to the challenge, um, I hosted a webinar um, last week, actually. And I had a handful of people sign up and nobody attended. I thought, oh, I sat there. It was five minutes after the hour and I'm staring at a participant number of one, which was just me. I thought nobody attended. And I thought to myself, what a great gift. Because I'm still going to do the webinar. I'm still going to do it. And I'm going to share it in my private Facebook group. And I'm going to share it to any of the registrants who wanted to come, but weren't able to. And it's going to be much better the next time I do it when I actually have a live audience. I could have easily sat there and said, oh my gosh, my coach colleagues, these, you know, these, these people, you know, Amy Porterfield does a webinar and thousands of people show up on hers and I do one and nobody, sh- I'm not Amy Porterfield yet. <laughs> um, by the way, Amy Porterfield is very big in the online marketing space. Love, 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 love what she does. Uh, and I get a lot of information from her and that's just not where my business is. Right. But I was so grateful for what happened with that webinar, because it's just going to make the next one better. And I'm still going to be able to get it out there and people are going to be able to watch it on their own time. And I still get to serve them, which is why I get to do what I do. Be grateful, 
come from the place of gratitude, be crystal clear about why this career transition is important for you and lean in to your own journey because it's pretty special and so are you. All right, my friends, I wish you a great rest of the day. Don't forget to go to johnnarrell.com forward slash book to check out more information about the 14-day mid-career GPS challenge or link up to that in the show notes. And we build our GPSs one mile or one step at a time. And remember, how we show up matters. Thank you for spending some time with me today. I'll see you next time. Make it a great rest of your day. If you enjoyed today's episode and don't want to miss another one, follow on Apple Podcasts or wherever you usually listen and kindly remember to rate and review. Visit johnnarrell.com to download your free job search tracker and other free mid-career GPS resources right there on my homepage so you can start building your mid-career GPS. Come join my private Facebook group, at your mid-career GPS and join an amazing community of people like you who are all working to figure out whatever is next for themselves and their careers. And don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on social at John Narrow Coaching. I'll see you next time.